Jambo Ekabo. Welcome to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. This podcast was created to be what the next immigrant needs to thrive and what we need as an immigrant community. In this podcast, we talk about attaining financial independence, living full lives in the new countries we call home, and we'll do all that while talking about topics that pertain to the immigrant community all over the world. We'll do that with grace, with truth, with love, and yes, with great background music. So please, dance into every podcast episode with me. I'm Diola Terum, and I'm your host. Welcome. Hey, hey, my people, welcome back. Episode 23 of the podcast. Ah, I'm so excited for this episode. I have given hints about it on, on my Instagram. This episode was inspired by one of you. Um, one of you sent me a message a few a few months ago about, you know, would I record an episode that I would, you know, something I would share with myself at the time that I graduated from university or just with myself in my 20s. And I know that people graduate at different stages, but I think this episode is for people in transition, whether you're just graduating for uni- from university, from graduate school, or you're, you're just in a place of transition in your life. So for a topic purpose, it would be, you know, eight things I wish I was told when I graduated. But really, this message is from my heart to you for anybody that's in a place of transition and wondering about your place in the world. So thank you, Nina, for reaching out and for asking that I speak on this. Um, I'll do my best. I wrote so many notes. I'm going to try to keep it short, but I hope that these, I hope that this meets you where you are. And so without further ado, let's, let's jump into this episode. I, I love graduations and graduation seasons. And in the U.S., May is peak graduation seasons. I'm that person that gets emotional at every graduation I attend. Um, even as a guest, I cried at my graduation. I cry at graduations in general. Something about the culmination of the journey up until that point where we don our caps and gowns and walk across the stage. Um, it's the day studying early or late. It's the relationship with peers and professors. It's the discovery of self. And in many cases, the rise of questions that challenge everything we knew prior to that stage of learning. Boy, do I love a good graduation speech. I, I love great speeches. And maybe, maybe in the show notes, I'll write some of my favorite graduation speeches. Um, Chadwick Boseman, um, Shonda Rhimes, Steve Jobs, David Foster, Cheryl Sanders, Toni Morrison, Conan O'Brien, Tim Cook, um, Robert Smith. All of those people have given amazing graduation speeches. And whether you're graduating this year or not, I would say look up one of those and listen to what they had to say. Once in a while, I'll confess, once in a while, even though I graduated from university maybe at least 10 years ago, um, I'll sit back and I'll watch a graduation um, speech or two and on a random day and it'll be, you know, inspire me for the season, for the day, for the moment. And I encourage that you do that. But the truth is this, that gems are dropped in these speeches and, and they're really mostly all true, um, but they may last 10 minutes. And then we move on to real life. Two months, six months, one year later, and we may have forgotten those words. And so I graduated during a recession, during the last recession. And so it was a wild time and there was a lot of uncertainty and I did not know whether I would get a job. And so in this episode, I'll share things that I wish I knew as I stepped into life as a new graduate. The first thing is this. You are not behind on life. 
you know, I think I said that I took an extra year after undergrad um, due to not having enough money. I was trying to pay off my tuition. I did not get a job. And so I took an extra year to work at a factory to get into graduate school. Um, I graduated high school, actually young. I graduated high school at the age of 15. Uh, so that's early in the eyes of the world. And then I stayed at home for a year after that to try and take my SATs and all that stuff to get and then come to university in the U.S., and then when I started my full-time career, I started actually two years older than most of the people in my class. And that was because of the detours I had taken in my life, even though at some point in my life, it seemed like I was ahead. And so it is very, very easy to feel like you are behind on life. Social media makes it crazy. Society makes it easy to do so. And as a new recent graduate, it may be one of the first times that you might actually wrestle with this feeling as you compare your career options, you compare your career outlook with those of your peers or those on social media or those of the people you went to high school with or people, your college roommates or your childhood friends or even your siblings. Life will move at different paces and the timing of our lives is unique for each person. I ask that you resist the urge or pressure to compare. I ask that you actually physically stop yourself when you start to have those feelings of comparison because chances are they will come. The second thing I'll say is this, focus on relationships now and always. You've got great friends now and that's wonderful. At least I hope that you do. And even if you don't, again, that's not the end of the world. We have a new chapter here. I love the fact that after over a decade of graduating from university, I still have maintained a handful of friendships that are so dear to me. But I want you to know that your relationships will evolve and they should evolve because as your life changes, as the person you're becoming evolves, your everything around you should be reflective of that. So I'm not asking you to dump your friends from high school or dump your friends from college. I will say make room, make room for the right people to come into your life. Build your professional network and don't wait for some milestone in your life to do so. Say yes to new things. Some relationships will not form into deep lifelong friendships and that's okay. They were never meant to do so. Some relationships you'll hit it off day one. You know this is my person. Others will take time and years and nurturing. Make room for new friendships, life-giving friendships. And when you find your people, you'll know. And they may come from all walks of life. And that's actually such an amazing thing to have a depth and a breadth of friendships that are different from people that think or do the same things as you do. There'll be friends that you'll talk to every day and there are others that you'll catch up after three months or twice a year. And it's like you never missed a bit. These friendships do exist. And if you found that you haven't found your people, I hope that you focus on being that person and then give it time. The truth is there will also be friendships that will drift apart. Some will be unintentional because life will happen and others will happen and you'll actually watch it unravel right before your eyes and it will hurt like a bee. <laughs> Sometimes space is exactly what you need and taking a step back and doing so out of love and out of the respect for the relationship that you have had and the time that you've had ha you have had in this relationship might be the best way to honor what was. I would say don't just stay in a friendship or in a relationship to just say that you stayed or to just say you've been friends for 20 years. A third thing I'll say is normalize therapy and asking for help. 
I wish someone told me this years and years and years ago. So I personally think that everyone at some point should go into, you know, mental health coaches, therapy sessions, just like we need to exercise our bodies, we need to exercise our minds. The first time I personally considered therapy was when my sister passed away and I wanted to make sure I was working through everything that I was feeling. I did not want to wait. I did not want to come back 10 years later and realize there was stuff that I didn't work through. I knew that I needed to work on my active healing in order to move forward, um, not move on, because I don't think you ever move on from loss, but in order to move forward. The fourth thing I'll say is, you know, get naked financially. If you've listened to me before, you'll know that graduating from university was my first call to action financially. I stopped and I looked and all of a sudden I was this adult and I was supposed to have like figured out. Like, first of all, I don't think that's fair, right? And second of all, what am I supposed to do? But I'll say this, right? Know where you are. Know what you have. Know what you owe. Um, Know what you earn if you've secured a job. And even if you haven't and you're doing something part-time, know what you earn and know what you're bringing in. Know where you are. Know what you earn. Know who and what you owe and how much. And you don't have to be obsessed with money to pay attention to it. I think you can just you can pay attention to it and start to learn about paying off debt, saving and investing. You know, do the do the bare minimum of putting in your employer match to get your retirement savings on track. Um, look into HSAs. You know, have money conversations with your friends, with your family, with your mentors. So as you look to get mentors and grow and build relationships, you should always you should also start to have money conversations. I wish someone told me this. You know, if you you can just decide to say, you know, I'm going to learn three things to improve my finances every year. Set that as a goal and make sure that you break that out throughout the year and learn three things. It will it will literally change your life. And if you want to step it up a notch, you know, take a course, take a course that's aimed at new graduates. And so saving money, investing, what that does for you long term is that it gives you options. It gives you the freedom of choice. And down the line, you'll be so glad you did. I mean, this is a it's a financial podcast, so I have to talk about getting naked financially, knowing where you are, starting to learn, not waiting till, you know, five, 10 years or waiting for somebody else to figure that out for you. Taking that personal responsibility is something I wish someone told me on graduation day. The fifth thing I'll say is cultivate the habit of giving back now. Do it early, do it often. Um, I think too many times I hear people waiting for that big thing in order to give back, waiting for a big title in order to give back. The best time to give back is now, right where you are with what you have. Someone in high school, in secondary school, needs you, needs your mentorship. Someone needs your stories. Someone needs to just see you show up in a space in order to be inspired. One thing that I've learned in my life over time is that while you, while yes, giving back helps the people that you're giving to, the communities, um, whatever the cause is, actually, not only are you helping build up someone else, you are actually building yourself up um, by serving, by giving, by teaching. You're holding your character. You're building, you know, you're building your, you're building your network. You're building your professional skills. You're building your teaching skills. You're becoming better as you give back but also you're building habits that will serve you as you step into different levels of your career, of your life. And as you start to hone these habits now, the habits you have now are only, um, they don't change when you blow. They don't change when you get big. You're actually setting the groundwork and the framework for the life that you want to live. 
everything you do today is a build up to your next level. And the thing is that someone else's growth is tied to your choice to be obedient and step into, you know, giving back today. And so I hope that you have the courage to step into the arena right now, even in the middle of what seems like an uncertain season of your life. The sixth thing I'll say is this, decide who you are. You get to decide who you are, what your core values are, what you stand for. The way that I think about it is this, who am I when no one is watching? And who am I when everyone is watching? Are those two people the same? Because they should be the same. Know that only one person gets to decide and that is you. And yes, you will evolve. And sometimes those that have known you the longest may have the hardest time accepting the new you. And that's okay, but that's on them. I think I also want to remind you that life happens in the small moments. And so I think it is so important that you be who you say you are, even in the seemingly mundane. Because you look back in your life and things that you do in what seems like an inconsequential immaterial everyday moments they will add up and you'll look back and those choices make who you are so the most important time to decide who you are is now before you need to make a life-changing decision before you make a a perspective altering decision so be who you say you are especially in the seemingly small moments in the dms you respond to in how you spend your time how you spend the weekends, how you show up at work, how you treat your job, whether you like it or not, how you treat people you know, but importantly, how you treat people you don't know. I look back and many of many or most of my life shifting moments have been so, so mundane. I had no idea that they would be life shifting or impactful to my life until so like way, way, way later down the line. And so I would say, decide who you are and show up as him or her all the time, as best as you can. And if you make a mistake, yes, course correct and bounce back. Number seven, no one has done it before. (laughs) You know, no one has done it before and we are winging it together. And so I think there's there's a bit of pressure to have your life together because you've graduated and you're now an adult in court or because you've transitioned from one thing to another and all of that. But no one has lived your exact life before. No one has walked your exact path before. And so we will stumble in the middle of the dance. We will stumble in the middle of this dance called life. And sometimes the beats will change as you stumble. And it can feel sometimes like there's no beats, right? Or there's no rhyme or reason to what is happening to you in your season. I'll say keep moving. Even if it means you just need to crawl for the day or need to to walk for a season. You don't have to be running at a marathon pace or be running at a, at a, at a sprint you know, phase. Um, keep dancing, keep moving, keep crawling, keep moving one step in front of the other. Um, and give yourself permission to pivot. Give yourself permission to change your mind. No one has walked your exact path. And yes, it's important to have voices around you that you trust. Um, But know that in the end, you are in the driver's seat and you make your choices. I'll say this because I don't know if you're one that, you know, I, 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 I struggle with decision paralysis, right? When I'm, when I'm looking to make decisions that I think, oh my God, this is going to have a big impact on my life. One of them was deciding what graduate school to go to. And I thought, oh my God, if I go to UT Austin, my life will likely be different. than if I go to University of Illinois and oh my God, the pressure is on me to make the right choice or I'm ruining my life. (laughs) 
That's literally how I thought about it. And the truth is, all we have to do is to make the best decision we can with the information we have available and staying aligned to what we know, what our values are. And so, yes, the course of my life may have been different had I gone to the University of Texas at Austin, but I made the best decision with the information that I had available, and I am comfortable with that. And so release, relieve yourself of the pressure of being all-knowing or having so much control over your life because life evolves and life changes and things move. And, you know, I think that we, we do the best we can and we make a decision to move forward. And don't start looking back 10 years later and say, oh, what if I had done this? What if I had won that shoe? What if I had gone to this thing? Make your decision and make a, make a choice to move forward with it. And on this topic of decision-making, I want to be clear. Some decisions are really, really hard. And in sometimes you will have choices where neither choice is actually desirable to you. And I hear that. I feel that. I know that. Um, and I hope that, you know, even when you make hard decisions, so long as you've made the best choice with what you have in your hands, um, that's all that you can do. Own your choices, even when it's unpopular. Own your choices, even if your family and friends don't, may not always understand or see the vision that you have for your life. And don't get so attached to one path, right, that you, only, that you get in the way of the blessings ahead in an alternate plan. I will say that's also something that I've learned over time is sometimes we get so stuck in one definition of a life that we've maybe had, of a plan for a life we've had for ourselves, that we are blinded to the alternatives out there that are probably maybe even better options for us. And I'll say that's something I always tell my mentees is, I see you want to do this one thing, but have you truly evaluated all your options? Have you truly give, given every option a fair chance? Are you, not, are, you make, are you sure that you're not stuck in one definition that you have in your head or one definition that the world has told you is the right path to go on? I think we talk about being courageous so much and, and I'm all for courage, but I'll say this about courage, right? When I look back on the things that I have done, right? Decisions that I have made that people tell me seem courageous, not one time did I tell myself, oh my God, I'm going to make this courageous move and I'm going to do this because I'm such a courageous person. Let me just be honest and tell you that not one of those times did I actually feel courageous. I just did whatever it was that I felt convicted to do in those moments. And sometimes they were unpopular choices. I, I went ahead and did it. But I'll also be honest and tell you that there are many times that I chickened out of things that I maybe felt called to do or felt led to do, and I just didn't do them because I was afraid. So I just want to say that, yes, it's great to be courageous, but many times you move, you move the needle when you act in spite of your fear, when you act when you don't feel courageous. Don't wait for that courageous moment because real courage, I think, is moving in spite of the fear. And now we got to number eight. The eighth thing I'll tell you is do your best work always, right? Um, doing great work. And yes, you know, whether it's in an employment situation, doing great work, of course, it'll benefit your employer. But the number one benefit of doing great work is you. And so don't think you're doing your, your, your boss a favor by doing an excellent job on a project. In doing a great job, you are building life skills. You're building technical skills. You're building a reputation. You're building character. Um, you're, building, you're building a lane for yourself. And as you do great work, I ask that you also find your voice and not just find your voice, use it. I wish I learned to use my voice way earlier. Right? I think I'm still stepping into my voice. 
I hope that you learn your voice, find it, use it over and over again wherever you find yourself. Continue to learn, learn, learn at work as a person. Read, learn, take courses, listen to people, listen to the wisdom of others. Um, Because as you learn, you're making yourself so much of a, a richer, richer person. Say yes, try new things, but also say no. You'll know when to say no and don't hesitate. And when you're convicted about something, I hope you stick with it. Because I know that it can be so hard to pour your heart into something and to not see the results that you think that you deserve. And yes, sometimes life gives us the things that we, unquote, deserve, and sometimes it doesn't. But many times we give up before it is time to reap the harvest, right? And so, yes, we see overnight successes or things that seem like overnight successes, but on average, it takes a decade for a court's overnight success to, to, to come to the surface, So I hope that if you're convicted about something, please, please, please stick with it. You know, if you need to listen to this episode one more time to give yourself the reminder to stick with it, please do what we got to do to stick with it. And so on that note, I want to say congratulations on your season of transition. Congratulations on your graduation. Congratulations on your new season. Know that someone in this corner of the interwebs or in this corner of the podcast world is is proud of you and is rooting for you. Rooting for the person that you are today, but also rooting for the person that you are becoming. And oh, yeah, that one was um, from my heart to yours. Um, Tanina, the new graduate, when you graduated this year, last year, it's, it's a crazy time to be graduating, but it's also a time where new rules are being written. And so I hope that you're part of that rule-making generation that's changing the rules, changing the rules around what it is to be successful, what, what, what life at work looks like, what a career looks like, redefining wealth, rebuilding wealth, leveling the wealth playing field. And even if you aren't graduating, I think this message is for everyone, for everyone that's in a place of transition or needing a reset. I hope that it reignites you as a person. And I hope that if you found this podcast helpful, I hope that you'll share it with someone in your life um, that needs to, to listen to this. And so congratulations. And I will see you next week, same time, same day on the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Ciao. Take care. Bye. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Before you go, I'd like you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And as I wrap this up, I'd like to ask for your help with a few things to help support and amplify the message of the podcast. First, please subscribe. Click the subscribe button and that way you're notified of new episodes. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please write and review the podcast. That way you're signaling to Apple that the content here is, you know what? popping and you amplify our message to other potential listeners and last but not least please follow us at instagram at the rich immigrant and as we go out into the world i hope that you're encouraged to show up and live fully in whatever country you've chosen to call home ciao bye see you next time